we started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, this is not reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Fool. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm not Mike. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Magic Mike's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I really appreciate it. Mr. I really President. appreciate it. We had a, you know, uh, <laughs> hey, bitch, my wife here. Listen. <laughs> hey, Happy I had a ball. Birthday, I had a ball. If y'all, y'all should see the spread Jamal and Delcia brought in. Delcia made a uh, pasta salad slash seafood, seafood salad. salad. It's amazing. Yes. Yes, it was all Jamal ass can do is complain about it. It uh, deserves hand claps. Jamal it really does. Uh, chicken and uh, fish nuggets, whiting fish nuggets, that are, and catfish nuggets. <laughs> and uh, White Mike uh, left forgot all about his Asian side. He blocked his mic in the building at the time. He ate the shit out of him. Free food, free food. <laughs> he ate the red off of the fucking the container that they was in. <laughs> Like Elsie, uh, I mean, no. he, he said, "He said his, his favorite line is like, where's the catfish?' Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the catfish nuggets are where it's at." And the line in the, yeah, in the, the goose and the uh, orange juice. Yeah, uh, Elena never bring in two, I, quart, two quarts of, of uh, juice and a, and a, and a half a pint. <laughs> okay, you know Pop what? It. I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit. Drum roll, I'm please. <laughs> I. I had to compromise. I was trying to find yeah, Patron think, everywhere for you at the last minute. Oh my I'm not going to lie. It was the last minute. I drank so much fucking Patron Monday. I had to tell a lady at like, because you know we started at 5. I had to tell her at like 6.30, like, just no more Patrons. Just give me a Well, see, it's a good thing them, then, right? Just give them. So how many do you think you had? At one point in time, I had 11 Heineken's behind the bar. God damn, <laughs> man. I'm talking about Shit. Patrons, though. I think I had but, about yeah, six right. Patrons. Why you didn't go for the 12, to kill the 12-pack, nigga? I, I think I, 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 I overdid the 12. I think I had about 15 Heineken's. 15 Heineken's. How many cigars Everybody, you every, <laughs> Yeah, here's a... <laughs> just one. Look, look, look. Everybody pray for this man's liver. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> God, 12 no, Heineken's I'm in gonna one night? I'm going to teach you how to about do liver Heineken's calisthenics so you ain't going to have to worry about that. I got you. Uh, what calisthenics? I, liver calisthenics. I took care of him all day the next day. I laid in the bed to 4 o'clock <laughs> till I listened to the Comeback Jack show, man. Uh, Comeback Jack revealed that uh, he has prostate cancer. Colon. Colon cancer. And it and it, and it really fucked me up because... Uh, this is the reason why me and Jamal do podcasting, right? Yeah, now. y'all about the same age. Yeah. He about forty eight years old. Yeah, he's shout out to Combat Jack. Get real soon. Yeah, get real soon, man. I don't know Combat Jack. Uh, One of the best podcasts. He's uh, podcast yeah. Poppy on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Com- hashtag. Bombat, hashtag Bombat Banser. Go ahead. That's yeah. the blood language. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it and say no C's. Bombat Banser. Bombat Banser. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all are really terrible with this shit. I want to thank everybody those who are coming for the Francis. I, I put it together that, that day. I told everybody that day, and they showed up. Uh, a young lady named Tasha came and did handle the bartender. 
about it when classmates showed up. Baldhead did a comedy show. It was hosted by Just Niche. We were supposed to get out there at 8.30. And, of course, we went all the way over into the comedy show and took it over. And uh, this did me. So, Just Niche, I'm sorry. I won't do that ever again. To my birthday again next year. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going to let your ass We had a ball. We, we had fun, man. We, we Coach Rob and Lou showed up. Uh, a lot of people showed up. Unexpectedly, but most of all, importantly, my mama showed up. She hey, go. She got to work more hair and made a two-hour drive and oh. came to see her one and only child. Oh, yeah. you spoiled. Drum roll, please. I'm not spoiled. I've been asking for one meal for my whole, since I was about 12 years old. I want collard greens with turkey meat, fried chicken, mac and cheese, and sweet potatoes. Mama just won't do it like the stove is broke. I know the <laughs> gas is on. What the fuck is going on? But I got one person that cooked it for me uh, a few years ago. And what happened? We broke up and she got married. <laughs> I mean, I cooked that for you. I'm not putting no meat in the greens, though. It's your birthday. Man, that man came out the gate this year. Yeah, everybody in the gym. Sub Jamal. Jamal was outside. Selling donuts and popcorn. I should stop by the uh, food place by my house. I just sell popcorn and they never got done with them when I see them and shit. Hey. Hey. What's over on Jackson and Kenton? That restaurant? Nothing. Yeah. It's been there for a Song play, huh? They gonna take our shit off. Wow. Yeah. No, we was talking over it. We was talking over it. Okay. So drum roll, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. I there was this one part it got kinda like mono and I was like, what's going on? That's no, okay. but for my niece's birthday, we have the same birthday. Yeah. Every year on her birthday. Like I call her and I play this song in the radio. She'd be like, Hey, turn up and this year she turned twenty one. So what's what's she doing with herself? She works at the new Krispy Kreme on 91st and Western. And I have a hilarious story about this. That motherfucker stays packed. I know. And she says she deals with some of the dumbest fucking people ever. 
and she calls me. She's like, do you know how many times a day people ask me how many donuts come in a dozen? Popping. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Nice. She was like, I'm dead ass serious. She was like, it's just so annoying. I'm like, well, you know, the next time someone asks you that, tell them 14 come in a dozen. I said, and it's going to be hilarious when they come back in there like, I ordered a dozen donuts, so you shorted me by two. It's only 12 in the box. <laughs> Drum roll, please. So she calls me up the other day like I did it. She was like, they was in there snapping like, it's supposed she to be did it? Yes. Oh, shit. Because she knows that, like, I have the answers. I got the remedy. People going to stop asking you stupid fucking questions when you start giving them real life answers. Well, if 14. you tell them that there's fucking 10 in a dozen, then they'll be like, oh, you can be two extra. I'm not going to say anything, but... Exactly, but the two extra she was missing, they want to know how many's in a dozen. Old school. Marvin Gaye in the 70s. Listen to the cocaine in his voice when he's singing. <laughs> Turn it up. You know, all of your shit comes down on my head. Oh, Frank, look, no, listen, you... let me talk. It's like you're a big bird with radar, and I'm tired of getting hit. Is this my fault? This is nothing. I've got union lawyers threatening me, and there's talk of a walkout. Well, let them. They're not teaching anything down there anyway. Then it's your job to not do something about it. Not one of them has a personal stake in that school, Frank. Not one. The fire chief was just here. He says it's illegal to bar those doors. Mrs. Barrett is organizing a parents' group to try to get you removed. 
since you insulted them at that meeting the other night when you just suggested that they get off welfare. Oh, I didn't mean that. Because the fact is, quite a few of them need it. I wasn't talking to all of them, Frank. Now, look, you came and recruited me, man. You disappoint me, brother. You disappoint me. The disappointment here is you. Me? Yes. Look, you know who I am. You know me 30 years. You know what I would do. You know how I operate. You keep quiet. (laughs) The fact is, you're screwing up. You're alienating everybody. Look at you, you have no life. Your wife left you. I ought to walk out on you myself. Well, go ahead. Bail hell on out. But I said I would back you up. That's what you said, Frank. That's what you said. Brother, I will go to the fire with you. But you are not taking care of business. This shit you're pulling now, you're just going plain loco. Now, you suspend Darnell. What the hell was that? Darnell is symptomatic of the disciplinary problem that we're having in the entire system. He is a good, young black teacher. So he dumped that desk right on top of your head. Well, right on. Good for him. You will reinstate that man, you hear? And then you fire Mrs. Elliot. Why? Because she didn't want to kiss your ass. Well, I wouldn't either. How about that? Mrs. Elliot has an ego. Yeah, well, you lost the best teacher we had. We couldn't get her back now if we wanted to. I don't have time for Mrs. Elliot's problem. Well, you better make time. We are being crucified by a process that is turning blacks into a permanent underclass here, Frank. A permanent underclass. No, no, see? Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody. Mrs. Elliot's missionary zeal about Mozart has nothing to do with our problem. Nothing! What good is Mozart going to do a bunch of children who can't go out and get a job? Joe, your personal battles are going to cost us the war. Worry about the test scores. What the hell you think I'm worried about? End of discussion! Debate is over. You will write a formal apology. I will what? A formal apology for your treatment of Mrs. Elliot and Darnell and for your vicious and thoughtless insult to the women of this community. You will kowtow. You will step and fetch. Frank, if you think you can get me... Get used to it. It's the way of the world. If you're so hot on discipline, then goddammit, start by accepting mine. Because contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head nigger in charge. This would have been in, in 2017. Come on, let's get shit shot out of here. <laughs> you know what, though? Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you weren't supposed to cut that part off. Let's get some meat. Let's get some meat. <laughs> Put the rest of the part in there. Let it play. You really think you bad, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you really think you bad. Yeah. Hey, go ahead, Ma- Magic. Rest in peace to Robert Guillaume. Yes, hand claps. <laughs> A.K.A. Benson. And countless other roles. What was the role he played in uh, his speaking part he had in uh, Lion King? He know. was Rafiki. Rafiki, yeah. I never seen Lion King. Black, ex- Black excellence. Oh my goodness. Time to watch that wait, shit. wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Not standing in the Bible shop one Saturday morning cutting the kids' hair. As old as you are. Lion King one First of all, I don't go to the Bible shop early on those fucking Saturday morning because my Friday nights be much better. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I didn't sit for your ass either, okay? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just no, no, like, no, 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 no. I don't know. Apparently don't know. today, in 2017, <laughs> when you kick off some shit with first of all, motherfuckers is taking uh, off their earrings and putting Vaseline oh, that's on their face. Pop it! I've seen that all week on Facebook, my man. Pop it! My man went crazy. That man leaped. Okay. Oh, man. Bombs! <laughs> That'll fix it. <laughs> 
This guy here has no control. Bastard. You fix it. You fix it. Go ahead. Never seen that shit. Uh, I'm sorry, I was it's saying. The- and <laughs> Elena is high off chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Fried chicken. Yeah. I never no, had a desire to see that Lion King. It's that salad That's amazing. You, you have are going on record. Yeah. In this year of 2017, hmm? of all your glorious years of life, all the movies oh, you've seen, yeah. you have never saw The Lion King. Never had a desire I was to just it. singing one of the songs in The Lion King. I was I singing, just it. can't wait to be king. I was singing like. I didn't say you didn't see it. He has. He hasn't. No. How many you kids what, do though? you have, my dude? Hold on, hold on. We got three and two possibles. I don't know about the two <laughs> bombs. <laughs> what years was they born? They was born back then. I wasn't watching goddamn kids. They What's back mamas. then? I was <laughs> fucking other bitches. I was doing what with niggas. real niggas do. <laughs> Watch hey, look, fucking kids. <laughs> look, 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 look. Fuck look. them kids. But I can say, get it. Because I, I get it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, I don't, have, I don't have shit for kids, but I can tell you, my graduation cake from, like, high school and everything, that was, like, you know, Hello Nemo, or Hello Nemo, Fighting Nemo, and, um, you know, from college and everything, because I just, I love fish. Mm. But I have not seen Finding Nemo. I have not seen Finding Dory. I have not seen any of those movies. But I have so much of the merchandise that I Shame just Shame the so. fuck on YouTube. I you're, know. you're about as bad as a... Uh, uh, you're about as bad as somebody that was on here before. That had never, never saw, seen any black movies before. Saw black. How you've never seen Finding Nemo? I have actually no fucking idea. <laughs> You've never saw the Dory movie at all? Uh, you know, I haven't, and it's on, like, because even in the beginning um, trailer, I remember they had an ocean sunfish, and that's not a very common species to be represented, especially in a children's cartoon, a and I was like, moment. I need to see this movie. <laughs> they have an oceanic sunfish swimming along a, a powder blue tang, and I was so excited, and... Not like sexually, like I don't. People don't get I don't that way even about know how fish. We got there. But like, anyways, I was just saying, I was excited because I like fish because they're cool, and that's what cat, that catfish was delicious. But like, Pop it! Uh, <laughs> you like fish, you are a water sign, so I think that that's kind of like. What's your, what's your sign? I am a Pisces. March or April? Man, her birthday March is March 18th, man. Her birthday same is day 10 ben days Wilson. after mine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her birthday is hey, the same day, right? Did yeah. you did you, did you you know that, uh, Magic Mike, did you know that uh, the Lion King, if you take a look at it analytically or theoretically, when you watch this movie, because it's going to be on your on your to-do list before the end of 2017. I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, I got to... They caught in a snowstorm or something, and it, maybe if it's no sports, so I may watch. I, I just watched Color Purple for the first time all the way through last year. Really? I never wanted to wow. see that shit. I never had no desire to see that shit. Wow. I hear you with that one. Wow. I still like the Mister too. Mister's right up there with me with uh, OJ and Ike Turner. <laughs> we need more Misters and maybe the black community to be together a little bit more. Pop it. I don't I'm know if you, why you must didn't watch that movie all the way through the end because yeah, Mister Ass was alone. Yeah, that, that, he ended up by his motherfucking self. Yeah, but Mister got her ass together. No, Mister ain't get her. reading shit. <laughs> she she had to she had to get her shit together. I bet she wouldn't walk in no motherfucking Walmart with no bonnet on. <laughs> Bombs. Pop it. 
four goddamn kids and bullshit. What are you talking about? <laughs> wait, wait. Chicks. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Like, chicks and goddamn it, Walmart and bonnets, goddamn it, got all the baby daddies sleep at home with them. Fuck you talking about? They got me in. No, they need to. They be out here in leggings from yesterday and shit. Yesterday. All summer. All summer leggings. Pop it. She was a bitch that had more runs than I stuck in her leggings she had on. I was like, bitch, you need to. I started to shoot a gun around her so she just take off running. <laughs> I know you've been running in them. Us getting some leggings that they were selling over on the corner of uh, Madison and Western today. They were selling them outside? Yeah, outside the Walgreens. Like, I looked at them in the Walgreens, and I looked at them outside the Walgreens, and I was like, which one is more likely to have cockroach eggs on it? The ones outside or inside? Fuck a cockroach egg, bed bugs. Bed bugs, whatever. I don't don't know. Which one's more likely to have syphilis? I don't know. I'm just saying that, like... You know, Cold talking blood. about hey, Lakers. that wasn't. Wait a any... minute, wait a minute. We got all off <laughs> paying homage to uh, Robert Guillaume. R.I.P. Robert Guillaume, um, okay. award-winning actor um, for the for Benson. Uh, as you could tell, he was in the Lean on Me movie with Morgan Freeman, as we played his excerpt from that. Um, but many know many know him as Benson, the I sarcastic think... black. Uh, uh, um, butler, butler, to the white governor during those times of. Uh, I think I read he got a Grammy nomination for his role on in Lion King, like a spoken word for Rafi. Yeah, that he got. Magic Mike Emmys. has never seen before. Yeah. And probably they will never ever. The see speech this. that he did, like when uh, Rafiki after. Um, Mufasa's ghost was in the cloud form, the speech that Rafiki gave. Mm-hmm. I can see that. They said that the Lion King, Magic Mike, the Lion King resembles the uh, the black community. Yeah. Okay. You know well, what? I, I know what resembles a black community. What's that? 79th Street. I see it every day. I see the barbershop every day. I don't want to <laughs> see no fucking animals. Tell them, you leaving me? I need to learn how to be a man. Go get you a pistol and some dope and fuck the community up like everybody else does. Fucking fucked up Chatham. These fucking drug dealers. Don't have me get started on these fucking dope dealers on my fucking birthday week, all right? Okay. But I got to agree with you. Lousy, sorry motherfuckers. That's why she keeps ranting over here all the time because she's just, No, I got to say something about the message of the movie in The Lion King. Go ahead, baby. So Simba runs away after he thinks that he kills his father. And Nola eventually, when he's an adult, comes and brings Anala, brings him back to, you know, um Pride Rock. The the Pride Rock. And um the message of the movie is supposed to be don't run away from what you're, you know, afraid that you may have done because he was afraid afraid that Simba was afraid that he killed his father. And, you know, at the end, you know, Scar's like, I killed Mufasa. And, you know, really, it's... Um, <laughs> she actually did the sound of it. <laughs> Go for it. But in reality, it's like... Drum roll, please. He didn't have to take any personal responsibility at that point. Because it's like, well, you didn't do it. He just fucking announced to everybody while well, he whispered it, but... If there was anybody there to listen, if it wasn't all up in flames, it would just be, you know, 
he'd just be announcing, "Hey, guess what? You didn't do anything wrong, so you didn't have to do. You didn't have to run away. You didn't have to do anything in the first place." I think that you know it would have had a much stronger message if he did accidentally even have something to do with like his father's death. And instead of like you know basically you know taking away all responsibility and putting Drum it roll, on please. Star. that's all I'm saying. A moment and thought. <laughs> I'm by, just saying by a white woman with the middle name of Mercedes. Thank you. Bombs. There was real one. There was real Mercedes. You ever drove a Mercedes? No, I haven't. You ever rode in one? Of course. I I was in a uh, Mercedes, like, E-Class the other day or something, and I was like, oh, shit, it's an E-Class Mercedes? Like, I need to get that just because my name, like, begins with an E, and it's a Mercedes, and I don't know cars, obviously, but, like. You can get one. Sit on the passenger side. Tell them to get on a day and ride. Do about 140. Just lean over and give them some head. Forty. <laughs> you you, you had one. What are you trying to do? Give me next killed? morning. <laughs> Don't let him nut on you while you doing one forty. <laughs> Look, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, now on SoundCloud. Anywhere where you hear podcasts at, we are there. For advertisers, reach out to us at reasonableignorance at gmail Let's talk, let's negotiate, let's advertise. Download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, share, bombs! On Thursday, October 12, 31-year-old Stephanie Lynn Hicks from (laughs) Melbourne, Florida, was arrested for throwing hot nacho cheese over a 7-inch 11 employee after she claims the worker had an attitude when she spoke to her. Stephanie entered the convenience store at 1.50 a.m. Claims she entered the store for a sandwich and a hot cup of nacho cheese as she was pouring her cheese. The clerk, Anne-Marie Laflame, told Stephanie not to open up the nacho cheese dispenser. Stephanie claims that the worker spoke to her with an attitude which sparked an argument where the suspect called the store clerk several names. When Hicks approached approached to the employee, denied her service, Stephanie then hurled her sandwich and hot cheese at Anne-Marie. She was left covered in hot yellow nacho cheese on her hands, her foot, and on the floor behind the register. <laughs> Anne-Marie informed Stephanie that she would be calling the police. The police arrived, and Stephanie Lynn... Standing in the front of the store, she was arrested and charged with battery. Your thoughts, Magic Mike, when you hear that? Every day in the neighborhood, that ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) What was they they at? 79th and what? They was in Florida. 79th and what? It has to be on 79th Street. They they made the news of that shit. If that was on 69th and House, that shit wouldn't even, that would have been like, on to the next motherfucking event for the day. (laughs) That ain't nothing. They got mad at each other and threw some cheese at each other. One <laughs> <laughs> bitch got the worst of it. <laughs> this, they ain't know this. each other. It reminds me of uh, when they were talking when we were talking about uh, coming on people's faces <laughs> the other week, and you were talking about like 
nasty ass cum being like, you know, nacho cheese or something mean sprayed on somebody's face. Oh, okay, you talking sorry. about um the chicks walking around looking like somebody spilled a hot cheese pizza on their face and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the episode from a couple weeks ago when we were talking about that. So. Twenty five years old walking around here with acne and shit. You are not going through puberty anymore, my dear. No, cum is not supposed need... to be fucking orange and thick like that. Like, Here we go. Anyways. 20-year-old Hassan Burke from Palm Bay, Florida, attempted to set up a drug deal to sell some marijuana to a regular customer. Little did he know that he would dial the wrong number and try to sell weed to a police officer. I could believe that. I believe it. So you're saying that's, that's real, real. that's not clickbait, that's real? No, I could believe that. Yeah. The incident occurred when Hassan contacted one of his regular clients with the message, Hey, Jen, um, whatever, the, let... The name's Jen? Jen. L-M-K-R-F, you need any trees. Let me know if you need any trees. Follow with an emoji sign of a marijuana leaf. Hassan um, mistakenly they have sent emojis the... emojis Yeah. Hassan mm-hmm. mistakenly sent the message to a wrong number, the number you text... The, the message to belong to a police officer. The officer and Hassan text each other back forth. They agreed on the meetup. The deal was set that the officer would bring a scale to weigh the marijuana, and <laughs> Hassan <laughs> would bring totaling fifty dollars. They agreed 50. to they agreed to meet up at, at a sum of fifty dollars in the hundred block of Cutler Street. Hassan described himself to the officer as a man walking his dog. Hassan made it to the meetup point. Was very surprised to be arrested by the police. The officer confirmed he got the right guy. It should be noted that Burke was the only one walking on the block during this time. He found 16 grams of marijuana. Yeah, yeah. What you think about that, Magic Mike? They killed me like he really does really <laughs> combated crime. Like 16 grams of marijuana, $50. <laughs> this motherfucker, what he wants, a, a TV show now? He think he that motherfucker Steve Wilco or somebody? First of Stop right. the motherfucker from bringing the shit over here. <laughs> well, 16 fucking grams. But of how about the whole I'll bring a scale thing? That was wild. That, <laughs> you know what? For a $50 deal, I'll bring a scale. Like, that's when you automatically should know. Well, well they had a I scale, mean, not as the size of your uh, cell phone. But I mean, I'm just so saying. I see it all the time. The cell phone and, and, scales and, and, don't and work. I. <laughs> let, Listen, listen. Okay, sorry. I but don't know how I know that. I really the, don't. Pop it, pop it. The shit you be into. No. Right. For little minor weed. Yeah. This, with the shit you, you don't need a lot of this shit. You, they, there's just enough on your thumb. Bombs. Get up out of here. <laughs> listen, nothing to be behind this heroin highway ass overdose. <laughs> Fuck that. You just get your little, get your little nip. I'm seeing you in the morning, all right, baby? When you wake up, shaking, waking oh, up my grandmama. Is Michael there? <laughs> I really need to talk to him. <laughs> Michael, what the lady, this white woman went down there, she wants to learn some Bible scriptures. Bombs! <laughs> First Peter says, do not come by here fucking with me about this shit so early. That's the late night Bible beating. Yes, indeed. <laughs> or the early morning. Yeah, got to get that, that tonsil you know. woe out. <laughs> Early morning Bible study. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Gotta oh get my, my hair on. I hate you. Like it's always the little slick ass one liners and shit. Always at the end. Right, always at the end. No, this is my girl. I, I wish her nothing but the best in life. Like she's gonna go a long no, way I'm with just, me. I'm just, I'm just long way with me, baby. Come on, just just. 
I can make fun of myself. I can make fun of shit I've done stupid. When I, Me too. That's that's that's. As like, long as you own whatever you do, some they really can't yeah. throw it at you. All you gotta do is own it. Yeah, you gotta own what you do. Hey, so what, bitch? I, we all didn't pass fourth grade at the same time. <laughs> so what? Shut the fuck up. Some of us had to do two, three years I always tested in the top 1%. I'm talking about me. Not you. I know y'all, all the shit is accustomed to what you did in school. The, the test is made for white people <laughs> for, so the white people can get ahead in life. I didn't give a fuck about no algebra. You didn't care I about mean, algebra, and chemistry, and, 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 and uh, none of that shit. There needs to be more I want to have a good time when I got to school. That. You said it needs to be what? There needs to be more, I mean, black and women and minorities in general represented in that field. And, I mean, I can't say a lot for myself. I mean, I, I, I did, you know, try to help with the Western Illinois Symposium in Science and Engineering, uh, testing competitively for English and biology, and uh, did well regionally, uh, or locally, regionally, state. I was so stoned. I, I fucked that up. Like, but, um, you know, otherwise, you know, but I, yeah, it's a field that, that more people need to get into other than just white males. It, it's, it's so dominated by that. And it's not entirely because other genders and races don't apply themselves. Drum roll, please. I got a question for you. You think that's a joke? No, 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 no. We, we, was, we, when that say that, that means that you made a statement. Well, it was three, yeah. That's yeah. a joke sound effect. Listen, All right. no, that was that's, that's not good. It's not too cool. I'm not saying it's the other cool. One is cool. It sucks, but like, I'm saying that for women. I'm saying that, like, you know. What you saying? Yeah. What you saying? That 140 we need characters, to, my nigga. We need to apply ourselves more in the field of sciences, mathematics, and engineering. And technology. And technology, yes. STEM fields. Yes. Gotcha. I agree. What was you about to say, Magic? What's the hardest thing for you to own that, that you did? That you that, What's the hardest? What was the hardest? If you own it now, well, what was really hard for you to own? Mm-hmm. For everybody. So, Delcia, you next. What was the hardest thing for me to own? Yeah. That I could be wrong? That you could be wrong? Yeah, I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah, okay. When you come from a mind state of, you know, you think godly and you think God theory and... Yeah. Um, Islam, ourself, Lord yeah, and Master. Yeah, You think man and, you, you know, just the male ego. Yeah. Like I was telling her, that, you know, earlier, she was telling me why haven't I gone to uh, grief counseling at all? And I put up a, a post today. I put up a. I said, you know, it's hard to get rid of a noisy mind. I've been having a noisy mind. Yeah, I seen that. for the last three weeks. It's been noisy mind, especially at night during you know when it was time for me to go to sleep, and I have a noisy mind, mm-hmm. and so it, it's, it's affecting it's affecting my sleep pattern. So what's on your mind, though? It's a lot on my mind. I mean, uh... So why don't you take those things out your mind and put them on paper? Good idea. It works, I'm telling you. Like, you just put them on paper. And then when you come back to that piece of paper, you come back to it and you tackle each thing, one line item at a time. But you want that shit out your head, so write it down. Even things like doing this podcast... 
I mean, even for me in many ways, it's been very therapeutic. Even though sometimes I've been on here and I've been, I've listened to it afterwards and I've sounded like an idiotic fool. And you, no, know, you just was fucked up. I it's was okay. fucked up. Like, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anyway. But like, yeah, you we know, allowed you to do such and do yeah. We know you, such. We all need therapy at some point in time. But you just got to own it. Even just talking about it and owning it, like you said, you know, not oversharing, but just like just putting yourself out there and realizing that, you know, your opinion matters and, and your even just your present ma- presence matters, your presence of mind, your, you know, contribution to, in whatever way you can make it, you know, to the betterment of the world. Like, I, I know that sounds corny as fuck, but like, I'm. I'm serious. Like, the Patron is here! Yay! Yay! You did what I couldn't accomplish <laughs> earlier. I could not find one of those anywhere, I swear to God. I went to so many 7-Elevens. Now, he likes his Patron raw. Nice. Um, nice. Delcy, your turn. What do you need to own up to? Is it, what, that was the question, right, Magic? Yeah. Well, what was the difficult, most difficult thing to own up to? It's not even like own up to, but because I'm living it every day. That I didn't put no big shrimp in the damn pasta salad. <laughs> Pop it! <laughs> Those little shrimp go own perfectly up to in it. there. <laughs> Shut up. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. I'm going to mess with you. At times. I should have put some shrimp in there before Jamal. Jamal wanted big shrimp. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, you go At times, I've been a very. Very shitty daughter. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. We finally get my That man was Matt McCarty. Sonic yeah. Palace Studios. Pour me a shot of Patron. All right, all right that's a shot. <laughs> you, you trying to get my drawers, is you? <laughs> 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 that's good. Uh-uh. Get your, no, I got no, no. Diddy Juice. Be festive. Be festive. Oh, Don't get no fuck. I don't care what's what's going on. Be festive. Go ahead. You need to own up to what you said. That, that you've been a sometimes shitty I can be a shitty daughter. To like who? I haven't been the best daughter to my grandmother, to my father. Is it because you moved out? My grandmother, yeah, sure, because I moved out. But like my dad, just being like spoiled and rotten for no damn reason, all Gosh. extra grown and shit. And just really, no, I can admit that, like, sometimes, like, I have not been, like, the best, even though, especially when it comes to my grandmother, because she is, like, she that nigga. Shout out to my grandma, Iris. Shout out to grandma, Iris. Even with my grandfather, he passed away today. Shout out to my granddaddy, Joe. Oh, my God. John Henry McBlackwell, I carry his last name. He passed away today at 85 years old. I lived down the street and around the corner from him. And I promise, oh, I'm going to go see granddaddy. I'm going to go see granddaddy. And I never made it around that corner. And that's like just too late. But when was the last time you saw him? Like at the beginning of the summer? Okay. Okay. But I mean, he was over there on 64th and Vernon. I really just was not messing around with that. But... You know, when I could have been, like, a better daughter, I wasn't. Oh, and the times that, like, I've been a shitty friend, 
And I feel like I've been a shitty friend way more than I've been a shitty uh, daughter. Okay. You know, like not supporting my friends the way I should. So I feel like I'm trying to make up for that now. But I'm having conflict because sometimes I feel like they treat me like I'm a dumping ground for their shit. You know, and it gets kind of stressful, but like you're supposed to be a friend and you're supposed to listen. But it's only so much bullshit I'm going to listen to for the sake of fucking listening. So then I might drift off into being a shitty friend again, but I'm trying to live my best life. We all should be trying to live our best life. Yeah, you only get one shot at it. So, yeah, like I can, when I wasn't a good friend and when I wasn't a good daughter. Elena? Well, you're, Delcia, you're breaking my heart when you were talking about your grandparents because my grandparents were by far the most positive. Uh, my, my grandma and grandpa and my dad's side of the family were the most positive influences in my life. And um, they're still alive, but, um, you know, they're starting to get very... They're getting up there in the years, and I really, um, I keep saying, like, you know, oh, I'll call you back, Grandma, I'll call you back, but, you know, call with Grandma, you know, even a short call, she says, oh, just tell me, you know, you'll call me back. It, it, it's at least, like, a half hour minimum, like, you know, it's never a short conversation. But when I think about it, like, my grandfather was just diagnosed with um, dementia. Okay. And it turned out that it was actually a mistake that the doctor that he was seeing was prescribing him three different medications that all contradicted each other and caused him to have symptoms of dementia, even though it didn't actually do that to his brain. Like, he'd be looking at the carpeting thinking he saw flowers growing out of it and things like that, you know, and, and they thought... hallucinate. He shit. had just gotten heart surgery. He had... Um, in other words, order replaced with doctor's a fucking idiot. Yes, basically his doctors. doctor was a fucking tool. And, you know... Um, and I'm going to blame the people at the pharmacy, too, because you're a pharmacist. You know what the fuck works and what exactly. doesn't work. Fuck it. I'm not even a pharmacist. I was standing in line at fucking, you know, over at uh, Walgreens the other day, and there was somebody, they, they were getting a... Um, I forget, but it was a steroid that you get very commonly after being ill. And um, they were, like, asking the pharmacist, like, what is this? What is this? And I was like... Prednisone, was it? Prednisone, yeah. And I was like, it's a fucking steroid you get after being ill. I finally said that, you know, to, to strengthen your immune system. And she was like, well, why didn't they just tell me that? And they were looking at me. You know, like I was the biggest asshole in the world. And I'm like, look, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. All right. So don't worry about it. But like, that's what it is, basically, you know. So um, I would say that my biggest regrets have been not staying in touch with family that matters. Like, um, you know, my grandparents, um, my family that helped me get my my teeth fixed at the beginning of this year um i really regret that i've kind of Thank been claps. quiet recently <laughs> and uh finally my addiction my issues with addiction all right how so, are you coming along with that i'm i'm doing all right right now 
I'm doing okay right That's now. That's what's You got to take it day for, day for day. And, yeah. One day at a time, baby. I mean, I, yeah, I'll dr- a couple drinks with, you know, y'all, but, like, I'm, I'm staying away from the hard shit. So. Yeah, yeah. Please stay you away from the hard shit. You did what? You, 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 she's staying, staying away, away from, from the hard shit. Yeah. Hand fucking claps. Yeah, stay away from that. Louder, goddammit. Louder. Thank you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Give me a bomb. Okay. Yeah, I, I had days like that too. I That's just all just I want to do. Well, you just want to just do nothing, just veg out. I just want to. But responsibility in life you said is veg out. Yeah, like yeah. like 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 like. Just be a wake bum, up bum out. Get high. Veg out on veg the out. Drop trowel. Huh? You want to drop trowel? Drop the trousers. Ain't gonna need to drop your trousers. You ain't got nothing on. Pop it. Walking around in your hooping shorts. Um, that was the last time we wore pe- real pants. Okay, so <laughs> let's get to it. We got to talk about it. Um, there's been a trickle-down effect with this Weinstein shit again. And we're on, we on like our third time, third week talking about it, Magic White. Magic Mike. <laughs> um, Magic White. Now Lapita <laughs> has made an accusation. Did you read about that? Did you hear about that? Who was that? Lapita. Who was that? The uh, black actress that was in. Uh, oh, oh, the dark skin lady that won the Grammy? Yeah. I mean, the, won, won the uh, Oscar, yeah, right? I read the story. Oh. What'd you read, Delcy? So she was at a film festival. Someone was like, "You, this is someone you should know. They exchanged numbers. Then he called, like, I want you to come to my house, watch this movie, like a rival had made a movie similar to a movie that he had made, but critics were raving about the rival's movie. So she was, she saw no harm in that. He said, I'll send a car to get you. A car came and picked her up. They ended up stopping to get lunch first. She says they're in a restaurant and he orders a vodka and diet soda. And then she orders juice and he's like, no, you'll have a vodka soda. She's like, no, juice is fine. Then he pretty much tells the waiter, bring her a vodka soda. She going to drink whatever the fuck I'm buying because I'm paying for it. He brings it. She didn't drink. Then they end up at his house. Right. She meets his kids. Right. They're watching the movie. Then he comes and says he needs to show her something. Right. And she says she insisted waiting until the movie was over with. But she didn't want to be going back and forth with him in front of his children. Right. So she walked away with him, and then he took her to a bedroom. Mm. His bedroom. Yeah. And then he asked for a massage and shit. And uh-huh. then she went on to say that, like, in her studies at Yale, like, she took, like, a massage class or something like that. Right. And then she started thinking about, like, okay, well, maybe if she did it, it would, like, calm the tensions. I just stopped reading after that point because it's like... You are in his house. Kick him in the fucking balls and break for it. Like, his wife was there. Introduce people to him being the pig. Like, I had to stop reading the story because the shit was just disgusting. What do you think when you got the leader of the free world talking about grabbing ladies by the pussy and he has this money, which has really empowered him, he's not the only one that's like that. You know what I mean? It's a lot of men around the country, around the world, uh, of color, 
and white with money that are doing the same shit. And they doing it not just to women. They doing it to children. They doing it to men. Yeah. Men sell their souls to just to get a few bucks and to live better lifestyles. Highlight this. So Corey Feldman Hames, which, no, Hames died. Yeah. So the other Corey. Feldman. Feldman, yes. He just posted a video today. It was about seven minutes long. He says that he feels like his life is in danger because he has a mission to expose like this underground sex ring with the Hollywood executives that fuck with little boys. Him and his friend, Corey Hames, may he rest in peace, were victims of this. He says that he can name six people. He wants to make a movie. And he did. He I remember the interview he did with Barbara Walters and he tried to talk about it and she shut him the fuck up. Really? Well, you know, she's a tramp too. And it she, was like a bunch of but she's an she's an intelligent to, woman, and she's man, a she sucked woman, more like. dick than the law allows. She sucked <laughs> Kennedy's not... dicks. I promise to God, she well, they, 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 she's in everybody's story. Like the truth, everybody you see on television is not that talented. Black dick too. They've mm-hmm. been used. I'm not, nothing wrong with black dick. White uh, dick. Well, we know. Sometimes as a woman, though, like it's How do you know uh, about especially that? You know about black the, dick. I Listen, mean, she's yeah. a woman. <laughs> You should see the facial expression. But she's when a I just woman. She knows about the penis. Yeah. You think the view has been on Channel 7 for the last 20 years, 21 years, Shit, more at than 10 that. o'clock? 21 years. More than that. No, it's been on there. The, the, the view, view itself. Journalism is about as serious politics. I'm talking about her. Barbara Walters show. No, I'm talking about but her show itself has been on that, 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 on that, that plus, talk right? show. For 21 years. She's been in the business for about 45, almost 50 years. But the thing I'm saying is, it's not because she's such a cold and resounding journalist. There's a lot of them out here like that. A lot of them just don't give a fuck. They ain't not going to let you fuck them over like that. I bet you she was fine in the motherfucking the 70s. I, mean, I bet she was. Barbara she Walters was. was very pretty in the 70s. She was. She's, even for her age, fine. she's not a bad-looking woman, I mean. Yeah. For she, her age. You know, that she, neck, them hands, girl, them knee somebody, She's some, old, dude. She was, black dick was getting up in that yeah. ass back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s. I've no one, for, I can't think of his name right hey, now. Hey, if I had a dick in the 70s or 80s, I would have done it. Look, the point of the matter is, it's always been, uh, the casting couch, right? It's the, happening the casting couch, today, they look, right now, they while look we're at, having this they look conversation. Sex as a thing of power and just enjoyment. We look at it as love and conquering, and like we just not getting into it. We just fuck not love. Love That's, and conquering don't go together. And dude. I want to say uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love you, but they don't you, go you might together. think you conquered a pussy when you when you. That's because there's no more uh, what you call it courting anymore. When you finally get the fuck, you conquered. And you just, somehow you fall in love with it. I already told the story last Interesting week. Interesting that you brought that up. Yeah. About last week when I or I told the story last week about, you know, the first club that I worked at. Right. And yeah, that, uh, yeah. when the manager, you know, basically tried to rape me and bribe me out of it with a hundred dollars and it was a fucking joke. And, you know, when you're young and you're you know, shit. I could I, I was eighteen at the time. I couldn't imagine being sixteen, seventeen, like a lot of these girls. Um, I just I I don't know. I, Some, I sometimes you be in a predicament that that people have forewarned you about, and you, and you think you 
growing in what you are. Somebody shows you how grown you really are. You, know, you want to get out of whatever situation you're in. You want to have your freedom. Yeah, yeah. You know then, what's tripped then out? you wind up doing some shit that, that you don't want to do. But it's on all levels of life, like in, in everything, every aspect. It happens in the ghetto. It happens in, in the, you know, I say the hood. Trailer with, park. With the, with the guys that don't really have much, but then they get a little something. They get to the feeling themselves. For one one year, he had the same pair of pants. You know what I'm saying? Look, the love's going to get you. It's on KRS-One. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Business is booming. Everything is fine. Got myself a Uzi, my brother and I. Yeah. But then, remember when he said he he he, uh, he started making moves? Yeah. He said, now it's steak to go with the beans and rice. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like they're on all levels, but that's just on a ghetto level where we can explain it. But when you got somebody that's coming from Chicago, Trying to make it in the uh, entertainment business, he goes to L.A. and he's been he's been uh no 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 pop it. He's he's he, he didn't want to pop it. No, he's <laughs> and he bombs. <laughs> he don't even want to bombs. God damn, go ahead. Hey, and, and uh, he's, he's trying to make it. Once he's trying to make it, and he's out, he, he goes out there and he uh he's roommating with two or three guys, and they're going through the struggles. I don't know, two or three guys. It'd probably be four guys or, or four roommates. Somebody's going to bow down and get out of that situation, and it's going to start doing some strange shit, and all of a sudden he's going to be in making guest appearances in different movies and doing different shits on shows, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he's going to start making a few bucks. And the more he goes back to that, that, that whatever his source of excuse me connection is, right. the more he does the more he gets on. But, okay. As men and women. Delcia? I hear some of those stories, man, and you would be surprised. I, Delcia? What? Your rant. I really don't have a rant this week. Okay. I have an apology. Go ahead. So, in listening to last week's episode, in talking to my mentor, they highlighted that I sounded like a pig because... <laughs> No, I no, no. was I need, discounting. I need you to snort. I, I was <laughs> discounting. That's me. I'm the one. How those women weren't brave, and then they took me back to a point in time when I was that girl. Like, I have a story. Stories. It might have been my third year of college. I came home for Christmas. Me and my cousins, we had a party. Epic time all the way around. I leave two days later. I come home. I get in the bed. I'm asleep. I wake up. A person I've known since like 1987 is like in my bedroom in my grandmother's home. Stories. Pulling his pants down and getting ready to pull his penis out. That's way too whimsical of a sound effect for that fucking sentence. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I wake up. Like, I don't have on any underwear. And I know I had on my pajamas when I went to sleep. Like, I know this. I remember this. And the whole narrative just changed. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he like, just be quiet. Ain't no just be quiet. Like, you need to get the fuck from up out of here. So, like, the next day. I'm like asking, who the fuck like so-and-so in? And my little cousin's like, I did. I thought it was fine. I'm like, no, don't you ever, ever, ever let anybody in this motherfucker 
when it's like late. Like he you're, figured it was the homie. Asleep, you know what I'm saying? He and... didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know. So but like you... I end up down at his mom's house and like we're all down there like we're laughing and we're talking getting ready to go back and then like his out his mama walked away and i walked up and i'm like can i talk to you for a second and she was like yeah so like i told her what happened and she just got like super loud and she called him by his whole name and then he got the saying how like she like bust his ass out in front of his siblings and shit he got the saying how I was lying like why would he do something like that and she's like why would she make up a story like that Wow. like why would I say something like that and like this is real life so for me to be like those chicks weren't brave even though it was 15 20 years later to say that they weren't brave like that was real ashholeish for me like no where to own that hand, hand, hand clap? Hand claps, yeah. But, but but you know what? You probably had put that out of your mind. Do you think about that? How often do you think about that situation? I don't at all. Like that's the thing. Like after I said something and like it was addressed, I left and I went back to school and I was still kind of scarred behind it because like, dude, I've been knowing you since 1987, my nigga. Like, how you just gonna violate me like this? How did it, how how did you respond? I mean, let me ask you this. How did, how was um you went back to school? Did you involve yourself in relations with men after that? No. At, at school? No, and I had a boyfriend. It was difficult, huh? Super difficult. Was it difficult like, with the boyfriend? Yeah, like I even told him what happened. And he was on some I go back and I fuck dude up and he I'm want, like they were, he wanted to fucking kill him, didn't he? Cause he couldn't believe that it happened. I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, and it happened in my house. I did not invite him in or anything. And yes, I was drunk. And I don't want to hear that you shouldn't have been so drunk that you didn't know what the fuck was going on. You were in your own fucking house. When I was getting house. drunk, you I was with adult. my people. You were in and your And when own I passed house. out, I was in my home that I grew my childhood home, the home that I grew up in, in my bedroom that has been my bedroom since I was a fucking kid. Same blanket and everything on the motherfucking bed. And it's like, are you serious? Therapy? Yeah, definitely. You did the therapy thing? Uh, when I was about 27, 28, I noticed a lot of women that I went encounter with as we would get close, like like two or three weeks, we get close. They would tell me stories of them being, you know, fondled with or molested, you know, by people who were either babysitting them or family members, you know, and and I was just like I was like shocked by it. And then I started having girls. I was just like, wait a minute. And like, then we was at the barber shop. We had a uh, a barber who was uh actually, he got into it. He got into it with uh, his neighbors across the street uh, because he had got out of uh, control with what, what he was doing with his girlfriend's daughter at the time. And uh, he was supposed to be engaged to this lady. But every night he was telling me that he was going to play the game. He should try to hook up and play with me online. So I gave him like my my code, like like my online name. We was gonna play the PS3 over line, this and that. Where you and, playing? Uh, live, NBA Live or whatever. Okay. Madden and, and live. And he's like, Man, I was like, man, I was on the game last night, man. You didn't, you didn't contact me, whatever. Anyway, it turns out to be he was messing with this lady's daughter mm. at night. So they had the house right behind the barbershop. Anyway, 
he tried to go after the girlfriend's daughter friend that stayed across the street. They were from the low end. This is when they first started tearing down the uh, projects. Right. So this project family had a house over on the block. <laughs> she broke out of the house with her shirt tore off and ran across the street and told her mama. When I tell you that lady had a knife long as a fucking my arm coming across the street with just her household on and no shoes with 42 people walking behind. I thought it was Martin Luther King. <laughs> and they was not saying we were going to overcome. They was right. coming to kill his ass. Yeah. Just God, to God be the glory for him that the police arrived just in time. Just in time, huh? She was about to stab him, man. Like, literally, she was on the steps and the police was like, just just calm down. It was a female lady. She was like, he wasn't messing with my door, this and that. Anyway, they 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 gathered the two girls. They took him to, to to the police station. They took the two girls to the police station. He had a car outside. You know what they did to that car? Tore that motherfucker up. It looked like the car that Michael Jackson did in uh, 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 the Way You Make Me Feel video. A black and white. Remember when he tore that car up? Right. Yeah, that, that video. They tore that motherfucking cop, and that's the only thing he, when he called it to the barbershop from the police station, he was like, man, how's my car? I said, man, that car's over with. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. done. And, and that was, a, that was a, the case of a of a uh, guy that was really bad. So he get, he did his time. He went to jail. Okay. He gets out. Uh-huh. I get to know his, uh, I actually know his, his probation officer at the time. So she was talking. And she said she had to send him back to jail because he was going to the school, to the grammar school, to see kids. So she sent him back to the penitentiary. He gets out fast forward seven years later. Uh-huh. A, f- a friend of mine is dating a young lady. Story. This young lady has this dude's son. Right. So the young lady... Says, yeah, you know, what do you get your hair cut? I, I get my hair cut up at least. I She's like, I want my baby daddy used to work up there. But he said went, went to jail because he was messing with this girl's daughter up there. His girlfriend's daughter. So she calls his daughter and say, yeah, I know a guy that used to work with your with, work with your father. This and that. She was like, don't bring him up. So at the time, she was like, for my 19th birthday, he came and got me and took me bowling and he raped me twice. So she called him and talked to him about the shit. You know what she said? What? She said he started crying, talking about his uncle messed with him at, at, at a young age. So that's what made him start messing with people. So at that point in time, I was just like, when some people get molested, like it's it's such a a horrible act that it's it's, it's really saddening, saddening, and 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 dangerous because that person is scarred for life who gets molested. If they're not strong enough to overcome it, right? But at some point in time, they will talk about it. But in some actions, they do do certain things. So I, I had to get my children to be like, "Look, anybody ever fuck with y'all? Just let me know. Like, we we need to get this out now because I don't want right you. Thing. I don't want you fuck with nobody. And, I'm, and if somebody fuck with you, we just gotta handle them right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and we got we got that out. You know, this part of the most serious we ever been on here on this show, but. It it is a that, that Harvey Weinstein thing. He probably was fucked with as a as a child himself. I don't. I'm not making no excuses for him. He's he's a but piece he of shit. But he probably was. He, he he's a piece of shit and he's in, he's in power. 
but a lot of people think with their little head over their big head. You know what I mean? And, you know, but, but with with the, the situation going with Lapita, he denies any. He denies any wrongdoing. Or what any, that nigger bitch ain't my type. Right. Yeah. He denies anything. He any doing anything with her whatsoever. But all the other women, yeah, but which is which is a pattern of of young up and coming actress, he took advantage of. And what's going on now? The, 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 what I wanted what was was saying earlier is that it's been a trickle down effect now. Now you got people talking about the. Now you got women coming out saying that they've been sexually harassed and bothered in the whole restaurant and food culture world. That shit been running rampant since the fucking beginning. Do you know how many times? I've been invited into a motherfucking walk-in cooler for a quickie working in the food service industry. Me too. Do you know how many times? You know how many fucking times the most inappropriate shit has been said in a kitchen, in a woman's presence? Because it's like they don't give no fuck. But see, now it's making bells ring, so everybody is getting on their P's and Q's and... If you at the front of it, we're going to drop your ass like a bad habit because we don't need our brand to suffer. And I'll tell you what, if you're a woman and, you know, say you were fucking around with some somebody you were with, some guy you were with in, like, the uh, the freezer for, you know, whatever reason, you just felt the urge at that time and towards the end of your shift. And, uh, you know, when the next day... You get brought into the general manager's office and you get your job threatened. And then his man, he doesn't even get called to the general manager's office. He just gets a high fucking five from, you know, the the manager of Stories. his department. I worked. That wait, 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 wait. I don't finish. That, I mean, that's just like indicative of like, you know, so much that we're talking about right now i mean the whole culture of like oh yeah you fucked her in the in the cooler like yeah man and then for me it's like you're gonna lose your job you dirty slut like you know it's like i I worked it's not happening i worked in a rest well in the kitchen i'm not gonna call it a restaurant because it was a very exclusive private club stories here in chicago 160 blue no <laughs> and there was this well, name one the, name the club the Union League Club of Chicago okay they just started letting motherfuckers wear jeans to lunch in there and they just started letting women in but anyways really yes just letting certain women in just there. started letting women in wow they have an original Monet hanging up in that bitch but I digress because yeah. in the kitchen it was a man. don't fuck about no motherfucking Monet. I mean, that's dope, but like, who yeah, fucking kills you? Pussy you name Monet. Bombs! It was me and two Wait, 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 wait. Go. There was myself in. He said Rihanna's pussy. Go ahead. <laughs> two other ladies right. that worked in this kitchen. Black, white. No, Mexican. they were Hispanic. And I think the other girl, she might have been Asian. Chicano and Asian. Or she could have been Hispanic because sometimes 
you come across a few Hispanics that look Asian and a few Asians that look Hispanic. It probably flips. In real talk. So, Filipinos, sorry. Didn't there mean was to be me. <laughs> Drum roll, please. I'm sorry, Mike. So there was me, it, the Mexican lady, for sure. She was an older woman, and then it was a woman. She was older than me, but she was all extra perky, and she would put on a face full of makeup. And the executive sous chef and the lead line cook used to keep her in the fucking cooler. Mm. And the older Mexican lady was like, yeah, you know, the geisha girl. And I'm oh just God. like, what's the geisha girl? What's that? I mean, memoirs of a geisha had just come out, like prostitute, okay. like concubines and shit. Like right. she, she goes in the cooler whenever they ask her to. They talk up under Asian? her clothes. They felt on her the whole nine yards, and it was just like it oh. was not a problem. How old were you? I might have been twenty. Okay. How old you think she was? She might have been about 27, 28. We all worked Garmanger together. Do you feel like she enjoyed it? She used to come out smiling. I mean, I don't know how she felt when she went home and wiped all that fucking makeup off her face. No. It, it's Okay, not. so it, it, this would But this sexual is, harassment, nothing new in the food service no. industry. So, A so, woman so not any never, industry. So any now industry. you're seeing now that you're seeing that you you heard about the food the the trickle down effect with Weinstein. Weinstein trickles down to the restaurant culture. Then you got the the whole photography and creative world with Terry Richardson. Did you hear about that? Some of it. He's banned from Vogue, banned from magazines, whatever. Um, then you have Woody Allen. Woody Allen is actually coming out with another film, another film detailing. Older man, young girl, 15 years old. Too young. Second movie. I ain't never seen one of his movies. Have you been watching The Deuce? I am two episodes behind, but yes. Most of those prostitutes on there have daddy issues, father issues. Yeah, don't use the phrase daddy issues because that makes it seem like it's daddy issues a joke. back in the 70s, though. Maybe, but it, 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 I mean, it demeans it. Okay, it well, you're saying it, it demeans it, but at the same time, I'm going off what they're saying in the actual mo- in the actual TV show. Give it an opportunity. I okay, want you to watch okay. the show. Okay. It's on HBO. You got HBO? I, I, I have access to it. You got yeah. access to it. Okay, cool. That was live, Yoni. Um, get a chance, get an opportunity, catch up to the episodes of The Deuce. The Deuce is set in, in, in the 70s, 71, 72, in New York. Times Square. Where uh, uh, prostitution and sex trade and the films industry is allowed. Okay? Um, but most of the girls who are prostitutes on the show have daddy issues. Well, I'm not even going to say that I would argue with that because, because I mean. You, you can't argue. You, you can't because that's that time era. It's that time era. And even for me today, you know, when I got into the adult industry, 
you know, it was um Come on. You know, my my father and uh, my before that um boyfriends that my mother had okay. uh sexually um abused me and okay. I okay. um when I when I hear people make like casual statements like oh they have daddy issues it it, it like it hits me and it hits me gotcha. like okay. really deep in my soul okay. like because it's not that easy it's not that simple it's not daddy issues it's it's something that you know you were deprived of just being a child and and you didn't even know what was going on and they took that from you. They fucking took that from you. Okay. And you don't know what was happening, and you don't know why. And I'm sorry to go on on this tangent here, but I'm just saying that somebody that's, like, survived from it, I I, I just... I understand what you're saying. It's fucking traumatizing on a level that, like... That shit right there is why I'm forever grateful that my grandmother was the type of woman that she was and is. Yeah. Your grandmothers are very are very overprotective. Like, it you know, like, like they my, could be of their own sons she was too though, which overly protective. Like, no, my grandmother she just handled the business and she just was never gonna put me in no situation where something fucked up could happen to me. If I wasn't with my grandmother, I was with my granddaddy Joe. I feel the same way about and my grandmother and my grandfather, but at the same time, like, I know that they were there while we were in the other room and my dad was doing the shit. Like, uh, you no, know, just, saying it was okay. a game, like, that we were wrestling. Like, okay. you know? And then when I got older, it because, ver- of course, I, I was so young, I didn't remember things. It verified it old when I got older and things happened, but... I mean, if they ever listen to this fucking episode, I know I'm going to have hell to pay with my fucking family, but you know what? I'm, I'm fucking Tell done. Tell them to come see me about it. I will. I mean, I'm dead ass serious. Tell them to come see me about it, because fuck that. You have to stand in it. Like, just be blessed you don't look like you've, you have you don't look like what you've been Thank through. Thank you. Hand claps. Some Thank people you. wear that shit. Other people just know how to cover it up. Like, it's going to be all good. Real quick, I got to ask you. I know I ain't even go home and get try to get no pussy. Fuck I'm me. trying not to. Get, I'm sorry. I'm not trying <laughs> to turn. <laughs> hey, 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 look. It's my <laughs> Mike's <laughs> birthday. I'm not trying to turn this depressing, but it, it it just went there for me when you when. I mean, we, we, we saw that. what was going on, but when the stories got came out and everything, but the thing about it is, you know, um, yeah, cause we talk, we, like I've said this before. I've only shared my story with like three people. Me too. I, and I that don't... was my neighbors, the mom, my homegirl, Keisha Brown, and my buddy, Kevin. Like, I didn't tell anybody else like this story. But you know, this, this oh, statistically. I shared it with you before I shared it right here. God damn. Statistically. Yeah. I did. I yeah, shared it with you. You're fucking nobody. Yeah. I <laughs> One out of three gr- women are raped by either a family member or a close family friend by the time that they reach the age of 17. And that's how many admit to it, not just, you know. Okay. I got. I have to ask this, though. I have to ask this to both of you all, and I want to make this, you know, I don't want to go 
be elaborate because we gotta get to the ratchet shit I know. too. Right, right. You know, we gotta pick this back up to the energy. We gotta pick yeah, the energy back up to the fun. ratchet. We gotta have fun. We gotta have fun. Um, and Magic Mike, I need you to chime in also. How do you deal with the person or deal with with somebody who's been through this kind of traumatic experience? Honestly, how can you be in a relationship or be in a successful relationship with somebody who's been through a, this kind of traumatic injury, a, a, a situation? My situation is not something that I'm sharing with everybody. I told it to my boyfriend I had in college because when I came back and he wanted to be intimate and, like, I had these issues, I had to tell him, like, look. Were you intimate with him before? Yes. That situation happened? Yes. Regularly? Yes. So on a return back from school, from the vacation. He, he wanted he, to go, he, and he, I'm he just like. lady, and she was like. And I'm nah. like, no, because I was gone for a, a solid two weeks. Like, yeah. school let out on a Thursday. Thursday night, I was on a plane back to Chicago. So his thing was, who did you fuck in Chicago? Probably. Exactly, and it wasn't like. And I'm like, I didn't do anything willingly. And I walked him through the whole scenario. And that fucked him up. And he was just like, damn, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I remember the conversation we had after that. And he was just like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I kind of was waiting for him to be on some, you shouldn't have been that drunk. But I think he couldn't hit me with the, you shouldn't have been that drunk. Because I was drunk at home. Yeah. He hit you with that? No. No, no. She says, you know, at, the, at well, that Most point, guys would have hit you with yeah, that. Yeah, most people would have hit you. Man, you ain't that your drunk fault. in the world. You shouldn't ain't be that acting much drunk like in that. So that's the escapism shit, right? How did he get the your goddamn pants? How did he get your pajama pants and your panties off? That's a, that's a, I is, don't is that, know. Is that called the victim shaming? Yes. That's, that's what's called Saying victim shaming? you hadn't have been over there drunk like that, wearing what you were wearing, or if your lipstick hadn't have been that bright shade of red, he wouldn't have did that to you. Before all the fancy names came, it was called just not being knowledgeable and uh, insensitive about the situation. So when you hear those type of things, you just got to listen. So how get do you... A, get him an ear to listen. I get him an ear to speak to because most people just want to get the story out. As a, as you know, what you gonna do? Go go kill him and then you go to jail? Who is that helping? Fifteen you know? years Nobody. later, right now. Yeah. Does it still affect you now? No. But I am really, really guarded about who I let into my personal space. So it does affect you, right? No, now. it doesn't affect me in the sense that I don't trust anybody. But I'm not just letting anybody into my personal space. Have you? Has it affected you in dealing with males? And no. How you deal with males? No, because I follow my gut. If my gut tell me now nah, you should don't don't do that, then I don't do it. I don't put my feet to the fire like I refuse to. Well, I'll come to you next. I refuse to put my feet to the so fire. So you're saying it has not affected your way that you? No, I haven't looked let, at. No, a let dude. me finish my my question here. God damn it, man, talking here. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He can't say Bobs. Can't say none of that shit. <laughs> That's what the problem is. Bobs, none of that shit. That's what the problem is. I say that shit all the time at home. Uh-huh. Hey, you talking about? 
in the room in the bathroom. When he go home, he pull shit. his balls off and sit them on the Never. nightstand. Never. <laughs> Ain't no buried here penis you, here. He like, here you go. Ain't no buried penis here. <laughs> here you go, dear. It's, a man, it's men who run their house and it's men who run around <laughs> the house. I run, I run a my house. That motherfucker. <laughs> Get back to what I was saying, goddammit. <laughs> Hell, you talking about. What side you on, nigga? <laughs> Yeah. The sad that's right. I thought right. you was monkey long, nigga. You <laughs> trying to be chimpanzee short. Hey, pop it. You know how many houses I done fucked up with this monkey long? <laughs> Mokees and Bookman. God damn it around this motherfucker. I go in there at night. Hey, man, help me my shoes. I left them up under the bed, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, Mr. Monkey Long. Bombs. <laughs> Bombs. Um, You got to laugh to keep from crying sometimes. Um, if I start crying, what y'all seen in Houston ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get all maudlin. No, 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 no. Hey, look, so, so you sure it has not affected the way that you've gotten along with men whatsoever, period. Men who have wanted to be in a relationship with you, men who have wanted to be intimate with you, no, sexually, that has whatever. nothing to do with it. I'm apprehensive about niggas when they see my lifestyle. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me get to you. I've been. I don't need. I don't need. Extremely apprehensive about men in general. You are. Yes. With all the the, the negative experiences that you've been through. You've been extremely apprehensive about men. Yes. Guarded? Very guarded. I um, Elaborate. Until my fiancé passed away in 2014, I had only been with him and one other man sexually. And I was 27 at the time. Um, Since then, I have had a few more experiences, some of them more conscientious than others some of them had to do with ptsd and just the combination of like you know finally realizing like at at the same time right before he passed away i was going through a lot of therapy i realized what happened with my father and you know um have you dealt with any men that have non-issues yes yes i have well everybody has their issues what do you consider non-issues or what do you consider issues? I would consider, like, if you're talking on the same level of rape or, you know, sexual abuse or physical abuse. Yes, I, I know people, have been, uh, men, women that have been physically abused, sexually abused. Like my, my, you know, girlfriend from a couple of summers ago, I mean... I, I, I'm not going to get into any specifics, but I mean, of course, she had been... You know, through a lot. I mean, working in the adult industry, you meet a lot of women that have been through a lot. And, and you know... Do you feel like if you had not um, gone through your traumatic experience that you would be in the adult industry now? No, the reason why I Answer even... the question, yes or no? No, I just said I, w- I don't know. Well, I can't say with 100% certainty, but I could say that 
I, at a very young age, hearing the commercials on the radio, hey, girls, you want to make $1,000 a night? You want to you wanna move out of home and, you know, have a condo and a BMW? What was you and, watching? You know, I <laughs> yes, was, no, what? I was listening to fucking Q1 on B96, oh, what okay. fucking kids listen to in, back in the fucking 90s. Oh, okay. Like, and, uh, I knew there's some white bitch out there right now. Down her luck, we gonna get her together. I was talking- $1,000 a week. New home. No, they're telling she, she me five, you right. make five thousand, ten thousand dollars a week. You know, and all you have to do is work three days a week, just dancing, having fun. You know, taking your clothes off. You know, having some drinks with some gentlemen, and that's it. They can't touch you, nothing. You know, you're gonna be driving like the best car. So you heard that? At, like, at how old were you when you heard that? Honestly, I remember. First deciding that that's what I was going to do, knowing my family's socioeconomic status and knowing that they're fuck-ups and they weren't going to help me, I had decided that I was going to be a stripper probably around the age of 13 or 14. This this was before your traumatic experience? It was after. Okay, now. And there was more after that. Okay, going, if you can and will. Yes. If you had not gone through your traumatic experience, would you be in the, in the adult industry business? I probably wouldn't have been so likely to run because that was the thing, is that I knew that would give me the money and the opportunity to run, to not have to deal with it, to not have to rely on them. And I couldn't rely on them anyways. So I knew if I was going to go to college, it was going to be on my, my, my own ass, like, you know, literally. At 13. Yes. 12, 13. Okay. So most women are thinkers and they and they think they're way out of situations. Most 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 young boys are uh just action takers and they just do that, 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 that's how they start robbing early, you know, just doing So you saying uh, niggas rob early. I mean, I'm talking about young young not just blacks, I'm talking about whites too, young young Women mature a little faster. Okay, they definitely boys. do. Women mature think- a little faster, but you're saying the thought, the thoughts come in our mind at a young age. To I mean, because we we touching on serious topics here. Today. Yeah, it's a very serious episode that we're doing here. So yeah, let's not bullshit around and say that it's not. But you're saying that based on what she was saying, yeah, she was saying that she knew she wanted to be a you know, and not say stripper, but in the adult industry. A stripper. Yeah. I knew it. I know I said adult industry. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, industry. but it was based off this commercial that she would hear on the radio in a situation that she was living But through. if she does not, if she would not went through a traumatic experience, which I'm never downplaying because you should never have gone through that at all. Ever. She still could have ended up in the adult industry. I have a roommate from college. Straight. I'm talking about Silver Spoon, whole nine I yards. I do too, that I and brought to the club with was me. a stripper. You could call her Hunter. Do you understand? And it was just something that she was trying. And she might have had some daddy issues behind it because he wasn't right there. But she didn't live that kind of trauma. And she still tried it out. It's complicated. I had a girlfriend that, you know... Um, you know, had just uh, wrecked her fifth car or something like that. And I was like, you know, she was had uh, my best friend was her um, 
you know, dorm roommate. And I would come in there and I'd be so excited, you know, 18 years old, I'd be fucking flinging the 20s all over the room like, hey, bitch, you know, and I'd get off work. And she'd be like, you know, one day she like crashed her car, like her, her sixth car already at the age of like 19. And she was like, my parents are going to make me pay for this myself, even though she had like a silver spoon and the best of everything, the best clothing, you know, everybody knew her. She was like the preppiest, the preppy, like, you know, and she, I was like, yeah, dude, like you could win the amateur contest easy. You're, you're a beautiful woman, you know, you'll, you'll win it. Don't worry. And I brought her in there, and I talked to the manager. I mean, uh, shit, I didn't even probably need to talk to the manager, but he, he, she won. And uh, she worked there um, and, uh, unfortunately, got hooked up with the wrong man very quickly. And um, I'm just happy she made out of that experience. Um, but It's I either mean, trauma or you just going against the machine. Okay, yeah. so... Well, Weinstein, Cosby, Richardson. They still did Cosby way worse. They drugged Bill Cosby. I have yet to see one Harvey Weinstein meme. I've not seen You're any. not going to see that in our community. It, you know that. Fuck that. Why There's are, been Weinstein not, memes. Why yeah. the fuck? Weinstein do is our, getting embarrassed. Why the fuck do black people... Jump on the fucking bandwagon when white people were rallying against something, and then goddamn it, we ain't quick to kick off shit when whitey didn't get caught the fuck up. I'm confused. Mike, it was a letter that was wrote a few years ago, uh, a couple of decades ago, the Willie Lynch theory. <laughs> oh so my God. That, that letter has a powerful shit in it. It still services today. Cause that's some bullshit. Life. Willie Lynch wrote a, sh- a hell of a fucking letter. We still don't know if Usher got read. the herpes or not. But all of our people was condemning him based off of Quantinasia, and she didn't had to drop everything because there was no video, there was no fucking herpes. She made her shit up. But everybody was on this bandwagon. Usher had herpes. With no fucking proof. But here it is. We have proof that Harvey Weinstein's a fucking pig. His constituents are fucking pigs. And there is nothing. He jerked off into a potted plant. That's some wild ass shit. Like That's when some he wild was, ass shit when to he do. Was a, you His know, favorite shit was to invite bitches back for baths. That, yeah, to to watch them and also, so yeah, just quick. to masturbate in front of so. them. Hold on, hold on a second. Bombs. I'm confused about these bombs. That's what's called a segue moment. Okay. Let's try that again. Bombs. A segue moment. Thank you, Jamal. Go ahead. So real quick. Oh, Lord. (laughs) This question I saw on the shade room. Go ahead, Magic Mike. Come on with it, bro. So she says, so you just start talking to a guy and you're getting food. So you ask him if he wants. He says no, but his mom does. And then she follows up with the, am I wrong for this? So she picked up the food for his mom. And she's on her way. And she tells him, I'm on my way. 
your mother's meal will be $16. The guy gets all offended. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? He was, she was like, shit, I didn't offer your mama a meal. But I picked it up on the strip that you said she was hungry, so you should give me my $16 back. He says, you can keep that. I'll go out. I'll get my mom something to eat. She like, no, nah, I'm in the front right now, and I got the food. He like, man, fuck that. She was disrespectful. I don't play about my mama. So the question was, would you have got the food or would you not have got the food? My theory was this. I would have picked up the food, but I feel like he should have been willing to pay for his mother's meal and my meal. That's all. Like, that's some bullshit going back and forth. Like, I don't know your mama, but because you said she could use something to eat. Okay. And why wouldn't you pay for it? It's your mama. OG, the reasonable part of me uh, would <laughs> say, <clears throat> Tony Braxton, man, just be a man about it. Since your mama know it all and she hungry, come go outside and pay for the all meal, man. They let the lady in. You, you fucking, you, she's coming to your mama house, man. She, you fucking in your mama house. <laughs> all right? You and your mama stay together, nigga. <laughs> all right? But the ignorant part of me would be like, hey, my mama told me how to wash my own balls, bitch. She the one who told me how to clean my ass up for you. So that's why you're over here. That's why I smell so good. Because of my mama. All right? Yeah, very good. But smelling balls. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear she asked Yeah, very fresh smelling balls. No, but I know what I'm gonna eat some balls for. She said, Do you have very fresh smelling oh, balls? Oh, oh. <laughs> Unless she said, Have you ever <laughs> ate fresh smelling balls? Magic Mike 80 fucking 8 is showing his age. He can't fucking hear. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. Oh, taking over. Sorry. She said it like we need making a No, dizzy she said, So no. do you have yeah, fresh smelling balls? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do they have glow? Just curious. Are they nice and firm and tight? Close no, to the body? no, it depends on what time of day do you get. Do your catch balls hang low? basketball. Bombs. So I'm like, saying, so what? At 40, so at 47, they by your knees now? They, they be knocking someday. Damn, and I just was thinking that I should be able to get a 45, 47-year-old man a shot because y'all be out here looking all virile and shit. And I'm like, damn, 47, 48 ain't really that old. And I've been, I've been and now researching you're telling prostate me you're cancer. 47. They say you got to get some whitey, get some tidy whiteys now. <laughs> you get them over your shoulder like a continental shoulder. Do you need hey, nah, well, How you keep them white, my nigga? Tell I ain't going to be dressing it. like Bookman now this motherfucking good times. <laughs> How you keep them white? Tell me about it. There's do a dude you use coming bleach? to the barbershop like that. I'll be like, man, that's where we hit it. He, I mean, he got his motherfucking pocket like up, like... <laughs> You, you know who it is? You know who it is? You know who it is? What? Who be coming in there like that? Who? My dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I be like, oh. We had to where Lester is. That nigga will tuck a shirt into some jogging pants. I in be like, second. my nigga. Yeah. Would you stop that he shit? He had on a Nietzsche jogging suit and took off his jacket one day. I was like, God damn, Lester, somebody tried to rob you? Let me get your pockets right by your ears. <laughs> why, is it that, why is it that a lot of women don't have female friends? Bitches is jealous. Women are hard to get along with. And, and they jealous. And it's always one woman that's going to fuck everybody, man. <laughs> that part right there. I, I fuck are, the as soon as you say one thing, you get... Fuck all get... they men. Go ahead, go. Um, 
you, you you reveal one thing to them that could possibly make you look like an idiot or an <coughs> asshole or a whore or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and it will exalt them for being, um, you know, oh, well, this is what she said, but, you know, she's a fucking, you know, whatever. At high school, it was a girl like that, so she had... It was rumored that she had sucked all her girls' boyfriend's dick. I was like, yeah, I got to start sucking dick. Bombs! <laughs> hey, there's nothing there. wrong with <laughs> sucking dick. Bombs! Okay. In 88, it was. But he, had, he was married for this. Put our lips on your dick. No, it wasn't shit. Them he niggas was, wasn't getting, getting no dick sucked. He was married. Like, y'all really went together. Go. Here we go. Dated 12 years. Three kids. On my birthday, he presented me with a Friends Forever ring. <laughs> Not an engagement ring. What the fuck is wrong with him? Uh, Bitch, you ain't the one. No, you ain't the one. Y'all friends forever, though. I can say I'd be friends forever for somebody that didn't have that. You're not the showcase. You just the whole case. Oh you was in the motherfucking case, ho. My, boy, my boyfriend, three years, and I live in two different cities. He just secretly married his kid's mom. He don't know. I know. Advice. Cry River, build a bridge, get the fuck over it. You can't sit up and say that to, to a woman that's been. Yes, the fuck I can, y'all. You can't sit up and say that. Fucking three shit. states away. That's Come cold on, now, how blooded. the fuck? What been, you thought was finna happen? That's cold blooded. How, what the fuck? It's you only got, been 36 months, man. She can get over that. No, exactly. she can't. Exactly. Yes, she can. Not a woman. A woman is up to, feels deeply about people in three years. Okay. She felt deeply about that man to so, sit up here and send this fucking letter in. I got a woman that's been in love with me since 86. Okay, no. I got... <laughs> I think she she probably gonna hate me. She probably gonna hate together. me because I'm literally finna tell y'all... She probably finna hate me and I'm finna tell y'all this story right now. So I got a homegirl. This dude she used to fuck with. He come calling her. Like, I need you to do me a favor. And she's like, what favor is that? He was like, I need you to add me as an authorized user to your credit card uh-uh. to boost my credit. Uh-uh. Now, my friend. Run. What the fuck? She is. What is that? What's going on? That's what they do when it's time to wrap it up, B. It's tripping out. What the fuck's going on? I'll save this story for next week because it's a really good one. Some other shit might unfold. Reasonably this podcast, now on iTunes and SoundCloud. I want to say thank he you so sad. much for the Rod Hung episode. I love that you named it yeah, that. Yeah, you was going to get Rod Hung cursed mom, the fuck every day out yesterday. Us, there's another uh, day he can come in next week. Again. And if it is to be, it's to be up to me. Thank you all so much for the birthday. Happy love. birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday.